Ksuvas, Perk Yud Gimel, Mishnah Yud, 13.10, and the second to last Mishnah of the Masechta. And these last two Mishnahs discuss um, the rights of a husband to relocate and force his wife to move to a new location with him. Um, the Arvashanam learned we're talking about also uh, a wife's ability to force her husband to relocate, but the Bartha learns, learns we're just focusing on the husband. Now, what would it mean to, for a husband to force his wife to relocate? It would mean, listen, the wife, of course, is a free-willed agent. She can do whatever she pleases. No one's putting a gun to her head to make her relocate. Uh, in the case of the time of the Mishnah, the husband, of course, could divorce his wife whenever he wanted as well. So to force his wife means to say that she has to move, and if she refuses, then he'll divorce her, and she will forfeit his her ksuba. If she is allowed to object to the relocation, that would mean that she wouldn't lose her ksuba. Uh, whereas if she's not allowed to object, meaning he's within his rights to force to relocate, that would mean if she would refuse, she would lose her ksuba. Now, the first Mishnah here, Mishnah Yud, um, talks about movements within Eretz Yisrael, and the truth is the same would apply to movements outside of Eretz Yisrael, um, but the Mishnah focuses on within Eretz Yisrael. The next Mishnah will talk about moving to Eretz Yisrael or from Eretz Yisrael. But within Eretz Yisrael, says the Mishnah, that there are shalosh aratzos lenesuin. There are three different regions within Eretz Yisrael, regarding the lachas of marriage, and the idea being that a person wants to live close to his friends and family, and therefore he or she would object to relocating far away, where easy access to one's loved ones would be uh, restricted. So the point of admission is there are three separate regions, and it's difficult to move from one to the other, and therefore one would reasonably object to having to relocate outside of uh, her home region. So the three regions are, says the Mishnah, Yehuda, Judea, that's the southern part of Eretz Israel. So um, think Yerushalayim and down to Beersheba. Ve'eva HaYarden, across the Jordan, that would be the eastern side of um, the Transjordan, where modern-day Jordan is. That was the part of Eretz Israel that um, in the original time of the conquest of Eretz Israel, uh, Reuven, God and half of Manasseh settled. And then you have... Uh, the northern part of Eretzral, Vahagalil, Vahagalil. So the point is, one can't force his wife to relocate out from the region in which um, they had been living without her uh, consent. Now, the assumption here is that the husband and wife both come from the same region. If they married and he lived in one region, let's say the Yehuda, where she lived in the Galil. So it went without saying that, of course, they're going to live where his home is, it's his home, and he has whatever his career and life and everything going for him back where he is, so it was assumed that she would relocate back with him, and therefore um, she couldn't object. But if they start out in the same region, he can't force her to relocate to a new region. Now, says the Mishnah, uh, One may not force his wife to relocate from one ear to another ear in a different region, ear meaning um, a village, and a or krach to krach. A krach means a big city, perhaps a walled city. So um, one can't force his wife to move. Aval ba'osa arts, if we're talking about within that same region of Eretz Yisrael, like within Yehuda or within Hagalil, then motzian me'ir la'ir u mikrach la'krach. A person could um, relocate from one village to another village, or from one city to another city, and the spouse couldn't object. Avalo me'ir la'krach, avalo mikrach la'ir. But one can't force a relocation, even within the same region, if one is going from an ear, a village, to a krach, a big city, 
Uh, and same goes if one also couldn't force a spouse to move below Mekrach Le'ir from a big city to a small village. The reason why is because um, there are sort of pros and cons to living in both a village um, with respect to a city and also living in a city with respect to a village. When it comes to the city, you have the advantages of perhaps security if it's wall. You have um, sort of the cosmopolitan... Uh, set up with like a variety of access to goods and foods because there's a lot of people there. It's urban and there's a lot of, you know, marketplaces and, and supplies. Those are the good things of, of Krach life, of urban living. But the downside is um, you have overcrowding, you have pollution. Um, that's the bartender focuses on. And perhaps you have um, less security if you have no walls over there. Um, the pricing of food would be um, uh, more expensive in the city. Uh, where it's you know it has to go from the from the farms and so on. So there's there's plus and minuses, and therefore a person would be within her rights to say, listen, I like village living. I don't want to relocate to the city, or vice versa. I like city living. I don't want to relocate to the village. Even beyond that, even if one is locating relocating within a region and from the same kind of you know urban setting to a similar urban setting, or suburban or rural to a similar suburban or rural setting. So then, even then. You can move from a bad neighborhood to a good neighborhood. But you can't force a person, you can't force a wife to relocate from a good neighborhood to a bad neighborhood. As far as the Bartonora is concerned, what makes something a good or bad neighborhood, at least in the context of this Mishnah, is the availability of food, both in terms of quantity and quality. You have a variety of food and the pricing of food, and it's more accessible when a quantity of food is more accessible, when it comes to um, a good neighborhood. And the point is that a person um, can't be forced to go where food will be harder to come by. The Rambam learns that we're talking about Neve Yafe, it seems that he understands those are referring to um, actually like a, a nicer upscale neighborhood as, as opposed to like more slummy, you know, down downscale neighborhood. That's the Rambam learns in Hilchus Ishus, the 13th chapter, Halacha 18. And uh, similarly, a person can't be expected to, you know, go from a nice home in a nice affluent neighborhood to go live um, in the projects where it's less desirable. And not a matter of food accessibility, but just in general, you know, the quality of the people, the way they dress, the standard of living, and so on. Now, to that, Rabban Shimon Gamliel Omer, Aflo hara yafa, hayafa bodek. Says Rabban Shimon Gamliel, even relocating from a upscale neighborhood... Um, to a lower class neighborhood is also objectionable, says he, uh, because um, even a nice neighborhood is trying. Uh, the idea is, according to Bartanura, that we're talking about having access to more food, more quantity of food, and um, etc. And that, well, that sounds like a nice idea, actually um, could be trying in its own right and challenging to one's health. The general principle is, and the Rambam reads the halacha, is that the beginning of all sickness starts with, I don't know, all sickness. The beginning of sickness, many sicknesses, certainly gastrointestinal sicknesses, begin with the changing of one's pattern. So a new diet can become very trying. And that being the case, you can't even force a person to go to a place where there's more food and different foods because those foods might be upsetting to the system. According to the Rambam, uh, the point is um, that if you even forcing a woman to go from, let's say, a poorer neighborhood to more up-class neighborhood could be objectionable to her because it's also trying as much as she has to now like, sort of up her, up, her, up her game in terms of how she dresses, how she walks, how she behaves, um, 
and that could be in itself, you know, hard on her. She doesn't want to live up to those um, more Gashmir standards, and is demanding her, and she could object to it, and therefore, according to Shimon Gamliel, um, at least, the woman would have, be within her rights to object um, to that as well. At all events, the halacha does recognize that um, relocating from a town which is mostly non-Jews to mostly Jews um, is an advantage, and therefore one could um, force such a move, uh, even if otherwise it was, like say, like a, a worse moving to a worse neighborhood. That in itself makes it be a, a much more attractive neighborhood, and in converse, to move with, from an area which is mostly Jewish to one that is mostly non-Jewish is a step down, even if you know on a on a Gashmi level it it had been. It's a, it's a higher standard of living.